welcome to Activity Quest, the podcast packed with things to do. My name is Bex, and in this episode, Adam's in London. He's visiting sea life at the London Aquarium. I'm giving you events from across the UK, and we've got a fun craft that you can do from home. Every week in Activity Quest, we get out and about to find out what is happening near you. And this week, Adam's on London's South Bank, right next to the Houses of Parliament, and he's at Sea Life. Thanks, Bex. 100% correct. I can, I can see the Houses of Parliament, but we're not here to look at that. We're not here to look at the Thames. It's an absolutely gorgeous day. I am stood outside the Sea Life Centre. We're going to go inside now and we're going to chat to some very important people. I'm Pete James and I'm the duty manager here at Sea Life London. Pete, what is Sea Life for those that haven't been yet? Uh, so Sea Life is uh, an, an educational opportunity for, for people to come and see the wonders of the ocean. Uh, that sounds like a very glamorous way of putting it, but um, in its essence, yes, we want to make sure that people are coming here and fundamentally uh, enjoying the exhibits and, and what animals are on show, but also learning uh, some really uh, detailed information about how they can make a difference to those oceans and making sure that they can also take that information away with them and make a better, better future for everyone, really. So, for example, the animals that we're looking at here are uh, are cardinal fish and uh, the other ones are yeah, the Mediterranean anteaters, that's the ones. Now they're red in their colour, uh, but other animals can't distinguish red. So you could argue and say these are certainly invisible fish to other creatures. Certainly things like lobsters and things like that uh, can't distinguish that colour red. And so these guys can actually hide themselves in their little environments to keep themselves nice and safe. So what might seem uh, like a red animal sticking out like a sore thumb in a blue watery ocean, um, uh, they actually keep themselves well hidden. Then something really cool happens. A walkie-talkie gets whipped out. Uh, Delta Harriet yeah. Hi, just heading down to... And there's some radioing going on. Yeah, all right. And all of a sudden, we go behind the scenes. So this is that quarantine area um, that I was mentioning about, and this is the uh, behind the scenes area. Now, usually when we open this up to the public, they can come on a behind the scenes tour, and um, it's a great... Uh, opportunity uh, for everybody to come and see some of the animals that we have back here uh, that are only here for short periods of time. Um, depending on uh, what process they're going through, um, can be anywhere up to sort of four to six weeks back here. Um, and then they get moved out to the aquarium and we'll find a little space for them on the floor for everybody to view, uh, view them on display. For example, we've got a nice little blue lobster over here, which looks absolutely amazing. And uh, they're really, really cool. They shed their, their, their shells and they shed their skin and uh, you'll see a, a malt of this uh, blue lobster shell just sitting in the water from time to time, which is quite amazing. Um, so yeah, it's a really good opportunity for people to come see that. In fact, we actually have a malt just sitting on the top here and you'll be able to see for yourself, unfortunately not the viewers, but uh, this is a, a blue lobster and you can probably confirm that it looks exactly the same as, as the one we've got under here. Yeah, it does. It reminds me a bit of um, like a hermit crab. Yeah. They might leave their shell behind and find a new one, except this time he's literally he, she. Uh, They've literally yeah. just just cast it off. But we have our bones on the inside of our body. So we have an endoskeleton. These guys have an exoskeleton. So the bones are all on the outside of their body. And uh, just to kind of repair any damage that sort of goes on from bumps, knocks and scratches, uh, they'll replace all of their bones. So they come out like a big gooey mess and leave their old skeleton behind. And then slowly as they sort of hide themselves in a small crack or a crevice, they can grow a brand new shell and, uh, and keep themselves nice and safe. Um, so yeah, really cool. That's amazing. 
my name is Harriet and I'm an aquarist here at Sea Life London Aquarium and Sea Life is made up of lots of different zones and each zone has um, a certain kind of animal in it so we have our penguins and seahorses, rainforest section, a coral section and a jellyfish section. Jellyfish are some of my favourite animals yeah. um, because I think they're just so weird, aren't they? They're, they're so so bizarre. Yeah. Uh, what's what's your favourite animal here? You must have hundreds and thousands of them. That's a very hard question. Um, yeah, you're right. There are so many animals here that are favourite animals. Uh, the jellyfish are the animals I work with the most, and they're really beautiful to watch. They're very mesmerising. Um, in terms of my favourite animals to spend time with, I'd have to say the penguins are my favourite to interact with and play with. They're, they're brilliant. And I imagine there are a lot of people listening right now that uh, are very envious of you. They probably think, gosh, you has such a cool job. Um, how, how did you end up here? Good question. So I, I think from quite a young age, I decided that I wanted to work with marine animals and marine conservation. So I chose the right subjects at um, GCSE and A-level, and I went to university and studied marine biology. I then did a master's in tropical marine biology, and then I spent a good year volunteering at different projects around the world, so volunteering with turtles, volunteering in coral reefs in Bali, and just getting as much voluntary experience as possible. I also volunteered at Bristol Aquarium when I was a teenager, which I think was a very important thing that helped me get to where I am today. So lots of volunteering and a lot of hard work, um, but yeah. And there you have it, Sea Life London. I had an absolutely brilliant time. Every single member of staff there is an absolute fountain of knowledge. I am really jealous of the amount of information that they know. And I had an absolutely brilliant time looking at all of the amazing different animals from sharks to, of course, my favourite, jellyfish. Oh, big thank you to Adam for that. Sounded pretty fun. Now, there are sea life venues all around the world. And in the UK, you can check them out at London, Birmingham, Blackpool and Brighton. Visit sealife.com is the place to find out a little bit more and book your tickets. Now, the rules on what we can and can't do have changed recently and they're due to change again very soon. So you should still check before you travel, book in advance where you can and always follow the guidance wherever you are. And whatever you get up to, whether it's wandering around an aquarium or something else entirely, we want to know all about it. You can leave us a five-star review wherever it is you're listening to this or get in touch at funkidslive.com slash activityquest. We'll read out our favourites next week. All right, here's what else is happening across the UK. Big news, I'm doing a live show. It's called Bookworms Live and it's all about stories that we love and authors that inspire us. Dan from The Afternoon Show is also going to be there. He's doing the Science Weekly Live. Now, those two shows are happening as part of the Underbelly Festival in London on the 27th and 28th of August. Underbellyfestival.com is the place to book your tickets. The Woman Who Fell in Love with an Island is based on the creator of The Moomins, Tove Jansen. It's a brand new exhibition and trail celebrating the life of the author. Learn about the inspiration she took from nature, as well as listening to a downloadable audio piece and explore Walthamstow wetlands with Tove Jansen's most famous creations, The Moomins. If you want any more details, go to thewomanwhofellinlovewithanisland.co.uk. 
Set in the grounds of Fulham Palace, Titania's Dream is an open-air, interactive theatrical experience inspired by Shakespeare's A Midsummer Night's Dream. It's a guided experience running in timed, 50-minute performance slots and runs no matter what the weather, so maybe just check before booking. It's suitable for all ages. Tickets are £19.50 for adults and £14.50 for kids. FulhamPalace.org is the place to check it out. Say hello to Happy in the latest issue of Girl Talk magazine. Kickstart your confidence with top tips from Jojo Sewer for feel-good feels. Or take on the this or that quiz to find out what truly makes you happy. For all the chill, check out their exclusive mindful mini mag. Packed full of fun ideas like ASMR activities to help you relax to the max. The next step dancing game to get you moving. And lots more that'll help you be kind to your mind. Plus, you could win tickets to Big Festival and meet Max and Harvey. The issue comes with a cute Cracker Mouse keyring and three mystery gifts. Girl Talk magazine is out now. Remember, check before you travel, book in advance, and always follow the guidance wherever you are and whatever you do. Plus, remember to tell them Activity Quest sent you. By the way, if you've got somewhere you think would be perfect for an Activity Quest episode, we want to know all about it. Give us your ideas. It could be an activity near you or something that you run. Tell us about that as well. I'm very nosy. Email activityquest at funkidslive.com. Okay, it's time for Craft Corner. We're staying on the sea theme in Activity Quest this week. We're making our very own DIY glow-in-the-dark jellyfish. To make this craft, you will need heavyweight paper bowls, uh, white wool, glow-in-the-dark acrylic paint, paintbrushes and painting supplies, scissors. Always remember with something like this, ask an adult when you're using sharp objects. You'll need some resealable bags and a skewer, or you can use a sharp pencil. Now, the first job is to get the paints out. Paint the bowl inside and out. Use two or more coats of paint for a brighter glow. Now, jellyfish are well known for their tentacles, aren't they? Uh, And for the tentacles, you need to cut kind of 10 or 12 pieces of wool uh, that would, would be about two foot in length. Place them in a sandwich bag with several squirts of glow paint and then seal the bag. And you can you can squish. This is the best part. This is the noisy, this is the squelching, this is the messy part. You can squish it and squelch it and squirm it and squish it. Really press until the wool is completely covered by all of the paint. You can even add more paint if you need. Uh, And if it's too thick, easy. Just add a little water to the bag. Then untangle all of the wool and hang each bit to dry. Now then at the centre of the bowl, punch two holes about half an inch apart using your sharp skewer or your pencil. And remember to get an adult to help you when you are using sharp objects. Then you cut a piece of wool, kind of about four foot long. Thread it through the two holes so that both ends come out of the bottom of the bowl. From the inside of the bowl, pull the wool up and you'll form a small loop. Then thread the newly painted tentacles through and roughly kind of get them in the middle, just under the loop. Then flip the bowl, pull the wool taut, pull it really tight and then tie a double knot to keep it there. Then we go back on the inside, grasp the tentacles as one bunch and tie a single knot. So there's a lot going on. This is what you should have. A bowl upside down with loads of tentacles that are hanging from the bottom. Now the frilly bits that are next to the mouths of some types of jellyfish are called oral arms. 
Uh, to recreate those, unravel a few pieces of wool that hang close to the centre of the bunch. And remember, we are using glow-in-the-dark paint. You can charge your jellyfish creation in bright light for at least 30 minutes. Somehow it sucks up all of that light and then turn out the lights yourself and you can enjoy its luminous glow luminosity from the jellyfish. Well, that's pretty much all the time we've got for this episode. That's gone really quickly, hasn't it? Uh, remember, whatever you do and however you do it, tell us all about it at funkidslive.com slash activityquest. And remember to rate, review and follow this podcast wherever it is you're listening to it. And if you've got a venue that you think would be perfect for Activity Quest, activityquest at funkidslive.com is the place to tell us. I'm Bex, and this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. Listen to me on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app, and on your smart speaker. Just say, play Fun Kids, every weekday from 4pm. See you next week. The Space Programme is a Baffle Gab production for the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. You can listen to Fun Kids all day on your DAB digital radio, on your smart speaker by saying play Fun Kids and on the free Fun Kids mobile app. You can also listen online and play loads of games, quizzes, as well as find out the latest news at funkidslive.com.